With KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. A light rain, 48 degrees, 55 the high today, 33 the low temperature for tonight. Saturday, 59 the high, 37 the low, and 70 on Sunday, low 36. Monday, 61, Tuesday, 64, Wednesday, 70, and Thursday, 61 with a 30% chance of rain on Thursday. State climatologist Justin Glisson says the latest U.S. drought monitor saw no changes across western Iowa. Glisson says the most significant D3 and D4 drought expansion is in eastern Iowa. We had an expansion of that D4 exceptional drought category across uh, two counties, so now covering 3% of the state. And then an expansion of D3 from that southeastern island of D3 up uh, through uh, southeastern Iowa that connect with that larger D3 uh, swath that we have in eastern and northeastern Iowa. So definitely you look at the eastern half of the state, the driest conditions over the last six, eight months, uh, but widespread drought across the state. Listen, says the drought reached 171 straight weeks, breaking the 151 weeks set in 2012. A little different drought in that temperatures have not been, you look over the last three years, have not been exceedingly warm for long periods of time. Uh, and coupled with timely rainfalls, it hasn't been as an impactful of a drought, definitely still impactful, but not as impactful as droughts that we saw in 2012, 1988, uh, and then those longer-term droughts that we saw in 1950s. September was drier than average across the state, with average rainfall of 2 inches, 1.4 inches below average, and temperatures were 4 degrees above average across the state. A Creston woman was transported to the hospital following a two-vehicle crash Wednesday evening. The Creston Police Department says 36-year-old Stephanie Baucom of Creston was driving a 2007 Chevy Tahoe near the intersection of Sumner and Howard Streets and stopped behind an SUV in the inside lane that was facing south, waiting to turn east onto Howard. 23-year-old Kayleen Buchanan of Creston was driving a 2017 Dodge Durango south on Sumner when she changed from the outside lane to the inside lane. Buchanan stated that she thought Balcom came to an abrupt stop and she did not have time to avoid the collision. Balcom stated she was being tailgated by Buchanan from the intersection of Town Line and Sumner. When Balcom came to a stop, she looked in her mirror and saw that uh, Buchanan was slowing down. Balcom hit her vehicle's horn to get the attention to Buchanan before the collision happened. Balcom's vehicle was rendered at a high rate of speed. Creston Police Officer Corey Dorsey was stopped at the stop sign at Sumner and Howard Streets observed the moments just before the impact, but did not hear any tires squealing from the Buchanan, attempted to stop and did not observe any skid marks on the roadway. Balcom was taken to the Greater Regional Medical Center by Medic 1. And the driver of a car on I-80 arrested for having a dead body in the passenger seat is now charged with murder. Troopers discovered the car broken down on the side of the interstate near Grinnell Tuesday morning. And Jihad de Gazaway told them he needed a jump start. The troopers discovered the dead body in the passenger seat. Gazaway is now charged with shooting Kemp Xavier Sherrod Harrell to death. They say he put clothes on Harrell's body to hide the gunshot wounds. The Prevon Tooks trial continues. It starts right here. Founder Will Keeps tells his story. Tooks is being charged with first-degree murder and his involvement with the shooting that killed two and injured Keeps. Yesterday, Keeps talked about what happened during the shooting, saying the ring on his finger helped save his life. Evidence will be shown for today's session.
Well, the Ottawa County Board of Supervisors approved the purchase of a new Sheriff's Department patrol vehicle at this week's meeting. Over the years, Sheriff Todd Johnson has kept the schedule of replacing one patrol car in the fleet annually. Well, Ottawa County Supervisor Chairman Doug Sorensen says, due to circumstances beyond their control, there will be no, there will be a change in that routine. Sheriff Johnson came in, and of course, uh, over a year ago, I think it was about 14 months ago, he had ordered a new patrol vehicle, and yep. he tries to order one per year uh, just to keep uh, circulate, keep them in rotation and, and rotate the old ones out. I ordered a new, you know, a new Tahoe, um, was told it wouldn't come in until at least January, probably be June. Well, we still hadn't got it. Gotten it. Here it is, September, we still haven't gotten it. It was over a year ago that he ordered it. Um, finally got notice that it had been built. It was in transit. Now, Sorensen says it was not too long after that that Sheriff Johnson received the bad news. He got he got a call the other day. Well, somehow in transit, it had gotten stolen. So Sorensen says the county ordered another one one month ago for the next year. You know, it's it's really puts us in a bind, you know. Uh, he's getting, you know, because they, they get old. They get a lot of miles, and they start putting a lot of repairs, uh, you know, transmissions and things in them. So, um, so yeah, we, we said just go ahead and order another one. If it, if it would happen to come in, we get two of them come in in the same year. I guess we'll just have to do a budget amendment. And the supervisors also discussed the proposed wind turbine project near Brayton. Sorensen says the board has heard complaints about setbacks and requests to increase the setbacks between the turbine and dwellings. In the meantime, the supervisors are consulting with the county attorney. That project is scheduled to start in about four to five years. The number of jobless claims in the U.S. is up slightly. The Labor Department says the number of Americans filing for unemployment claims increased by 2,000 on the week ending September 30th up to 207,000. That's below estimates and points to a stable economy and indicates the labor market continues to be historically strong. Iowa State Fair will invest about $25 million to remodel its livestock barns for the upcoming years. Crews will update roofing, flooring, lighting, restrooms, and offices. The fair says they eventually will fix up every livestock barn, but are first focused on repairing the sheep barn, which is planned to be finished by next year's fair. Renovations still in progress will stop for the next fair, but Iowa State Fair CEO Jeremy Parsons said the construction won't cause any disruption. More news on the web at westerniowatoday.com. ABC News is next.